It's go time. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rapture Radio here on Christchurch Media. Um, I see that we already have 12,000 people in the feed today. Isn't that Welcome. exciting? Welcome. 12,000 viewers. It's great to see you guys again. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, don't be scared. Um, we're going to talk about a few things about the end of the world. That's going to be a fun little topic <laughs> to go through today. I'm Pastor Stewart. This is Pastor Brandon Neely from the Christchurch Northside. Yeah. Well, really, the Christchurch corporate yeah. we're all friends yeah. we're all we're all like connected and they're having a marvelous time it's good time. amen as always yes. we have producer matt on the tables on the ones and twos Ooh, mm. that was the nice. whitest that sounded like the whitest thing rocking that red said. cap producer Loving matt it. on the ones and twos <laughs> in fact yes so anyway good, good good to see you guys if you've got questions as we're going through our show today feel free to drop them in the comments we love to engage with anybody who's listening um try and talk maybe answer some questions things like that as always you can also tune in find our shows on podcast form you can go to sermonaudio.com search we are christchurch to pull that up you can go to christchurch media or sorry we are christchurch.com slash media find us there or you can jump into the live stream just like you guys are today on our facebook page but before we do that we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, dystopian novels. It's mm, a fun word to I say. I like that. So not utopian novels. No. But dystopian novels. What happens to the world when man tries to save it? We need like explosion sound yes. effects. Like that would be fantastic. We got to we got to get a board queued up at some point. But or movies. I feel like I don't the only dystopian novel that I know mm. of is the does the last battle count? I feel like that's a dystopian. I don't think so. No? Dang it. Does 1984 count? It's the only one that I like have in my brain on lock, to be honest, book-wise. I need to mm. press pause here and have an old man moment. Go. Where producer Matt assures me that we're that I'm not talking into the no, ether. We're good? <laughs> All right. Oh. Old man, press play. Somebody please Whoop. text Brandon and tell him that you can see him. It's the only way he's going to believe that he's actually live right now. Anybody. <laughs> anybody in the feed. How does this thing him. even work? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Got the confirmation. We are officially okay. live. Thank we you. are good. We are good. So, yeah. So, dystopian movies. You got, you got like a favorite? What do you, got? you guys got movies? favorites? Yeah. I'm not a huge movie guy. Um, I like to be entertained, mm. Mm. but I'm not like a movie guy. You're not. You're not. A, you're not a cinema. Cine, mm. cinematographer? I don't even think cinematographer. No, I'm. I'm not friends with people like that. And you're not into. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be entertained, but I don't want to think about it that much. Honestly, <laughs> that's fantastic. Eric sent me a, a message. He said. I see you. <laughs> LOL. Oh, right. Eric, good. Eric gets it. Your mom is if also If he sees me, I exist. Your mom says that oh, she well, could also Oh, at least I'll you. have one like. <laughs> so, but my favorite into the world sci-fi movie Ooh. is... Um, sci-fi. Okay. Well, oh, I have two favorites. Okay. Can you have favorite is? is favorite is? is is? Yeah, my kids do. So I, I love... I have three favorites. <laughs> Right, Waterworld with Kevin Costner. Oh, oh I God. forgot about that the one. Person that likes Waterworld. <laughs> I forgot what about that one. That's me, a great flick. Me and the That's kids, like, my kids are always asking, can we watch Waterworld again? <laughs> Love it. That's the one where they, like, find the, the mountain. Universe you live in. He also has the postman. He also has a postman. Also amazing. So I don't even know that one. You know, and of course, I love the old Mad Max and... Um, you know, there's 1984, but my top three, Waterworld. Okay. Okay. Got um, it. Mm. 
Edge of Tomorrow, also called Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, that's a great movie. Great movie with Tom Cruise and um, the red Jim's wife. Emily oh, is that Blunt. the one where they're? I'm old. Robots? I have no idea who they. Like they're like no, they have like Iron Man aliens? suits. Uh, I never and the even ali- aliens that. and oh man, it is so good. Okay, okay, it is so good. Rachel, we're gonna watch that later. I mean, and it's on uh, TNT right now, I think, or somewhere, something. I have the Blu-ray. You can borrow it. Oh man, that yeah, okay. no, that is a fantastic, fantastic one. And then my third favorite. Okay, go. The Book of Eli. You name all these movies that I like. I don't. I haven't seen. That's Denzel amazing. is a straight like apocalyptic ninja. <laughs> and okay, this I got to tell you the premise. I'll ruin the movie for everyone. Spoiler alert. Okay, but society has collapsed. Mm. Total civilization meltdown. Okay, okay. And okay. there's this one man who is on a quest to to um deliver this package you don't find out what it is till the end okay all the way to the quote you know the sea or the west coast or whatever and he journeys through all these different people and and other people are trying to find him and take that package as well you find out later that it's a book Ooh. and that this book holds the secrets to civilization to rebuild Ooh. that if anyone could get a hold of this book they would have such a leg up on everyone else. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you find out later the book is the Bible. What? Yeah, the book is the Bible. No way. Holding the keys. It's true. It's theologically true. This is why it was one of my favorite dystopian <laughs> movies. Right? I love <laughs> okay. it. Okay. And okay. the bad guy finally catches the Bible, and he, he's like the devil. He wants to use the Bible, portions of it, to extend his kingdom and dominion. Okay. It's, okay. That's why this is Rapture Radio. This we're we're talking about this. Okay. All right. I got it. But at the the bad guy opens the book. It's like this final. He's finally like one, and it's like this big trick because the book is in braille. And oh, there's dang. So he's blind to it. He can't see it. I mean, it's so so deep. With you know, Denzel deep. movies aren't normally that Who deep. Produce that. That's I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's some, that's and there's some, some deep and real thing and as a there. dude, there's some pretty you know bad like fight that's scenes. And he's a you know I always love that western theme where it's like one bad mama jama comes into town oh, yeah. and like beats everybody well, at that's once. The whole reason everybody's watching the Mandalorian, nobody's realized it's actually a western. Oh, I love that stuff. I love it. <laughs> so, but he can read Braille, right? So he can read all these different things. Eli can. Yeah, the book of Eli. Is his name Eli in the movie? So, uh, no, it's the book of Eli. So, but he, I haven't even gotten to the coolest part. Oh, okay. The okay. whole movie, he demonstrates from time to time that he has memorized large portions of the Bible. Oh, okay. He like really has a delight in it and a joy in it. Do you remember that? I've never seen it actually. Oh man, oh, it's been on my watch list. The bad guy, the devil, basically, the bad guy destroys the book into oh, the world, into civilization. You're like, there's no hope anymore. In the last scene, in the in the whole thing, he's made it to the end, and he's laying in a bed, and he's reciting the whole thing from memory, and there's scribes all writing it out, Whoa. writing out the whole Bible to basically to save the world and to save civilization. Dang, that's cool. It's so true as well. Yeah. Oh, like when I and I watch it. Well, anyway, it's it's fantastic. So I'm gonna have to go watch that. That's number one. It's yeah, it's got everything there. That's nice. I and, like uh, that. It's not yeah. as good as Waterworld. Not as well. <laughs> it's no well. So Waterworld is like the evolutionist, you know, gospel. If you, he's evolved. Have you seen it? I, no, I 
Never seen Waterworld. Does he have so, gills? Or so something? he Kevin Costner is like an evolved man. He can breathe underwater and what? Yeah, he's he's like a picture. The what? world is the totally destroyed, but there's future and there's hope because of evolution. He could he's adapted to his new climate. Whoa! Right now he Whoa. still has legs. I'm not sure what good that's going to do in the ocean. At some point. But no one's going to cast a guy without legs and fins. <laughs> As the like the sexy hero, mm. so you, they gotta just they still gotta stay within our Christian worldview a little bit. Fair, you know, Fair. <laughs> that works. So it's kind of like the evolutionist one, the Christian one, and then Edge of Tomorrow, Live Die Repeat, re- Live Die Repeat is also evolutionary. Aliens mm-hmm. are are the apocalypse apocalypse of this world. Like, mm. you know, they're coming to destroy the world. The Venus vapor, but the hero man, you know, saves the day. Mm. Right, he saves the day. I so got it. it's I great. Got it. That sounds exciting. Good times. Good times. How about you? Now, you like Batman, though. That's kind of apocalyptic. Do I like Gotham? Batman? Gotham? Do you like Batman? Any superhero stuff? I mean, like Avengers. I feel like every single one of those is an apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. There it is. Isn't that all kind of like the world's going to end unless we save it? It feels like that. Well, and, and, think, but what th- movies have I seen that are into the world? Independence Day. I've seen that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but listen. Is that it? But how do the Avengers <laughs> save the world? By... Justice, I mean that's they save the world by justice. They, they vengeance the vengeance belongs to them. They are demigods, mm. and they save mankind. They're men and they're gods. Okay, and they save mankind through executing justice. Ooh. It's a great segue to what we're talking about this today. Is, that's why I hated actually the <laughs> um, the End Game movie. Well, not the End Game. What was the one before it where like Thanos finally showed up? Infinity War. Infinity War. Hated that one because it didn't end. It was like ah, oh, bad guys win. Movie over. What? Oh gosh! Stop it! Is that the stop one where the rapture takes place? And, yeah, and then it, it's to be continued. The rapture happens, and then they do some time travel magic in the next one, and then Tom everything Holland is fixed. Tom Holland cries. Who's Tom Holland? Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. Spoderboy. That's right. <laughs> 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 All right, but that's yeah. Segue into the next thing. What do we? What do we got? Yeah, do we got? I'm trying. I'm trying to pull this up on my own page here. Do we have any folks in the feed? Any um interactions yet that we can uh nobody wants to talk to i want to kill we need to kill just a few seconds while i try to figure out how to pull this up the buddy carrier says that he thinks al gore actually wrote Waterworld. Um, wow <laughs> that's that's pretty witty that's funny um you have people agreeing with you that edge of tomorrow is good i'm gonna have to watch that oh that's tom cruise more than good whoa, whoa. like Great. It's like great. Top, this is, we're, like we're talking Brandon Neely top 10 movies. Top three sci-fi dystopian. But book. I mean of all time. Like, now, now when we get to books, we, it's different. It's, it's different. It's a whole new world. Yeah. You know, The Road by Cormac McCarthy, dystopian yeah. novel. Fantastic. Um, if you if you like that sort of a stuff. Okay. You know. Okay. And then, of course, there's all the, the prepper genre stuff. And that's just terrible literature. But In general. <laughs> they'll tell you, like... <laughs> What sort of ammo to buy for your guns? Oh, you know, nice. There's that nice. kind of stuff. Okay, okay, okay. And um, you know, and then they have the satirical Christian dystopian novels. Doug Wilson just put one out about oh. a the future of America. Okay. It's broken up into various segments, and a man has purchased a sex robot, and the sex robot he identifies her as his wife, and okay. so she is his wife because he said so. But yeah, but his neighbor is a twenty-year-old dude who's been reading the Puritans on the dark web, 
secretly. <laughs> okay. Okay. He gets a little 20-year-old zeal. Mm. The neighbor asks him to watch his wife for him. Mm-hmm. And the neighbor's mm-hmm. super annoying, too. Mm. And he's like, oh, I'll take care of it. And when and he leaves, he takes Sally, the sex robot, okay. to the dump that he works at. And he puts her in the trash compactor. And like now it the book is called Ride Sally Ride. Okay. So it sounds a little provocative. That does. Oh, I didn't even draw the conclusions because Sally is the name of the sex robot. She's a sex robot. Oh, okay, I got it. Who is identified as a wife. Whoa now. And he (laughs) this is great. I'm gonna ruin the book. If you don't if you want to read it, it's hilarious. Push mute. I'm gonna spoil it. So here's a spoiler warning. He throws her into the trash pile and she says, Ride me, ride me. Whoa. And he pushes the button, ride Sally, ride, and it, and like, and the book starts. Okay, okay. so that's the beginning. It's okay. real short. It's not provocative. Like, you wouldn't even. Okay. So okay. now, of course, people who hate him want to make all kind of, you know. Hate who? The guy They who hate Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson. They okay, hate that, it. but they're also like, well, now, like, we need to consider the artistry of cuties. You know, like, you know let's, oh, not yeah. as, let's not jump to conclusions. Let's like, stop it. Okay, so. So then he's put on trial for murder. That's for the, the robot whole, of the of the robot. Because the guy said the robot's a human. Because she's identified. It gets and it gets crazy. Mm. It's a book. It just came out. They're making a movie. Oh, that would be. Are they really? What's the, the release date on it? Canon Press. You know that's going to be a high production. No, film. check this. The lawyer demands that she has representation on the jury. Okay. So they have other. Sex Robot. bots on the jury. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this gets, is fantastic. So it's like a satirical dystopian novel about what's going on in our world right now. Mm-hmm. If we were to work these things out to their logical conclusion, sure. how bad it's going to get. Mm-hmm. And anybody who doesn't think that sort of stuff's already taking place, they've been, you know, living in the woods for a few years. For sure. No, yeah. That stuff's nuts right now. No, oh, that stuff is nuts. all over the world. Mm. So we got to get into our text this morning. It's a short that came out in 2017. I'm sorry. It's a 30 minute. A little 30 minute short. Hmm. Yeah. Noted. 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 All right. So we uh, we have our, our viewers here. They're ready to get into the texts. All right. We're ready. And we're going to start in the book of Genesis. We're basically showing. Genesis. All right. We're basically going to do a biblical theology, start from the beginning, work our way through. Okay. Big overview. Today, we're only going to make it to the Psalms. And we're going to try to show why the future is bright. Only to the song. Ha- only halfway through the whole Bible. Yeah, we're gonna. I mean, Jeez. we're gonna skim through pretty quick. All right, let's pretty go. quick. I'm ready. So, I uh, I'm gonna pull up my Christchurch media page. If I can, I cannot. Okay, forget that. I cannot do it. So, I'll trust you that you're getting all the questions for me. There's I, like thirty five. I, I got you. Thousand questions. I got okay. you. You're gonna be all right. So. God creates the heavens and the earth. Heavens and the earth. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Got it. We've got to start there, right? In the beginning. In the beginning. Got it. Why does he do it? God creates the heavens and the earth. Food. Does he have a plan? Well, yeah. Does he have Obviously a purpose? He has a plan. He's not random. No, it's not an accident. Generally, we could say he does all things for his glory. Correct. I'm not going to spend the whole show convincing everyone of that fact. Yeah. That's commonly believed. That's obvious. I'm trying to not to remember where exactly. I don't, I don't know that that's in the narrative in Genesis, but that's in the rest of the Old Testament. Yeah, so right. Isaiah 46, 10, okay? There you go. And various other I, uh, passages talk about this, that he does all things for his glory. That's right. He also is all good. All things would also include creation. Yeah. There you go. He's also good. 
Right. He created a world that was good. Mm -hmm. And we would. He says it. I think we can imply from that or infer from that Mm -hmm. that he has good plans, good purposes for his creation. Yep. So his good purposes, good plans for the creation that he intended when he created it were at some point to be communicated to us in the scriptures. Okay. And I'm going to show what that is. But does he have the power to bring his purposes and plans to fruition? That's another question we have to ask. Hmm. Isaiah 46.10 says, Hmm. declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things not yet done. So history. All of history, Things not yet declaring done. it, my counsel saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will accomplish all my purposes. Period. So this is a good foundation to start. Okay. God is a purposeful being. He has a purpose in creation. He's good. He does good. His ultimate purpose is to glorify and bring glory to himself and bring good to his people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I've, I've just asserted that. We're not going to spend the entire time defending it. Sure. But for everyone who sees that already... Will that take place? All right. That's a big question. We'll leave it hanging there for a second. Will his purpose and plans be good? Bring him glory in this creation. All right. Okay. Moving on a little bit more. Okay. When he creates man, he creates man in his image. Okay. Now, this does not mean that man contains the image of God. Okay. okay. Man is the image of God. Got it. Man is an image. Literally. Got it. Of God. Okay. If you want to um, see God, you can in some ways look at his symbols on earth, his image. Got it. Now, you can see God through all the things that he made, but the pinnacle of his revelation of himself and his character is man. Man is the image of God. Okay. So we have this whole earthly realm that he creates. Mm -hmm. He has a plan for it. He has a purpose for it. He's ordained the history of the whole thing from the end to the beginning. It's Mm -hmm. all ordained. Mm -hmm. He will accomplish his purposes. He makes someone who is his image, puts him on this earth, and then tells him to... Be fruitful, multiply, you and your wife, the helper, Mm -hmm. are going to exercise rule and dominion over this entire realm. So you see how he is beginning, he's got a plan, he's got a purpose, Mm -hmm. he's got this earth, he's got his man, Yep. he gives him the dominion mandate, okay? Be fruitful, multiply, take dominion. Take dominion of the whole earth, all the earth belongs to the Lord and the fullness thereof. Take dominion over the land, over the sea, over the air, over the birds that fly in the air, all of it is man's realm where he images God through acting like God in ruling and bringing the creation to its full fruition. Got it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And Numbers fourteen twenty one says, but as truly as I live, that's God, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Right? Producer Matt, how much of the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord? Some of it. No, 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 no. All of the earth oh, all of it. Oh, will be it. filled. Now, we, we understand this is God's purpose, God's plan. Mm-hmm. He shall accomplish it. In the very beginning, he makes a man who images him in order to accomplish that will mm-hmm. on earth. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. And I could sit here the entire hour and just roll out verse after verse after verse that talks about God's glory in the earth, the whole earth. He has a plan. He has a purpose. His glory, the whole earth, our good, in time, it's been ordained. He will accomplish it, and he will accomplish it by his man that he put in the garden at the very beginning. So from the very beginning of Genesis, in the Dominion Mandate, chapters 1, 2, and 3, we already begin to see 
that there is a future for creation. There's a trajectory. There's a trajectory. There's a purpose. There's a mm-hmm. plan. There's a man. There's a mandate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we pull other verses in that teach us that he will accomplish his plans. Mm-hmm. He always accomplishes his plans. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, but then what happens? Right? You, we all know the story. Things didn't work out. Satan has another plan, mm. an alternate plan. Alternate now, if you know your theology and you know the rest of the scripture, you understand that Satan is not acting outside of the will of God. Mm-hmm. Um, that even his actions were within the will of God, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a big picture, big picture issue for another show, right? So Satan is not like the 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 second God, and the two of them are fighting like the dark side, not like right. Star Wars. They're not arm wrestling. No, that's not that. So he comes in. It's all under God's plan because, like I said, in this realm, in Earth, in history, period, God's plan will be accomplished. Mm-hmm. His glory will fill the whole Earth. Mm-hmm. Now, what does all that mean, though? All right, M- man falls. Got it. He fails in his mission. Mm -hmm. And then, immediately, what does God do? Adam, where are you? Where are you? Right, right. He takes off the the, uh, fig leaves that they use to cover their own shame and their nakedness. Mm -hmm. They start blame shifting, and he sacrifices an animal. He takes the flesh of that animal, and he covers their shame and their nakedness. Mm -hmm. Salvation through substitute. Through atonement. Right. Why does he work towards reconciling them to himself and redeeming them, saving them? Because his plan will not even be thwarted by man's failures and man's sin. Mm. But I would say that's actually all part of the plan deep down. Mm. <laughs> so this is because a part of the plan was that one day Jesus would come. The second man, the second Adam, mm. would come to fulfill that original mandate. Mm in ways that we previously could not even have imagined, right? Mm-hmm. So man falls. He says to man, though, he says, after saving him, okay, he says, I'm going to send the offspring of the woman one day. Mm-hmm. After years and years of the woman's seed and the serpent's seed fighting each other. Okay. Right? Now, you read Genesis 1, 2, and 3 if you want the scoop on this. Right. But they're going to fight each other. It begins with Cain and Abel. Yep. That's right. Cain goes off to establish a city. Seth and Adam and the rest of them begin to call upon the name of the Lord. This marks human history as the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent fight once in a, you know, each other. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. epitomized in Goliath and and Israel or Goliath and David. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then one of the offspring of the woman would come forth who would be the second Adam. He too would be man. He would crush the head of the serpent. Okay. And the serpent would bruise his heel. Now, we know who that is. That's Jesus, the dragon slayer, the God-man who would exercise dominion, would crush the serpent in his crucifixion. Okay. Right? Jesus said he, he saw Satan fall from, from the sky like lightning. Book of Revelation says that he chains Satan, puts him in a pit, you know, metaphorically, mm-hmm. to begin his millennial reign. So here's the thing. Man is created in history. Got it. Man falls in history. Yeah. He has a mandate. He falls in history, okay? Okay. Satan is cursed in history. Got There's it. a war between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman in history. <laughs> then it is promised prophetically by God that a dragon slayer would one day come in history. Mm-hmm. He comes in history. Mm-hmm. He crushes the head of the serpent in history. Mm-hmm. And then what? We expect there to be the effects of this victory in history. Yeah, you expect to see things continue to be made according to God's plan. That's right. Okay. But what, you know, 
this is what's going to be unpacked later in Scripture. Okay. So we see already in the first three chapters of Genesis, the trajectory of the earth has been established. We're waiting for this one who would come. Mm-hmm. Who Even would, the failures of man is not going to be great enough to stop it because God's still going to bring it about. God's, and God has a lamb who is slain before the foundation of the world. Mm. It's, he's not surprised by any of this. So then we just turn the, the Bible a few pages. Genesis chapter 12, he chooses Abram. He makes Abram promises. What are the promises? Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 through 3. I will make of you a great nation. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, we know who are the children of Abraham. That's you and I. Gentiles and Jews. Right. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Mm -hmm. So we still have this global salvation blessing for the earth. Right. Still there in Abraham's time. Right? All the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, when I say that to you, do you get hopeful or Debbie Downer? Is that is that got a positive vibe or a negative vibe? It's only got a positive vibe to it. Positive vibe. I feel positized. That's right. <laughs> by by Genesis chapter twelve, you're positized. By Genesis <laughs> chapter twelve, you're anticipating so many things. What do you see already? Good things you're, are coming. Yeah, you're waiting for this one to come. The mm-hmm. offspring of the woman, the offspring of Abraham. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for this great nation and these peoples who number like the sands of the sea and number like the, the stars of the heavens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for this blessing to go out to all the families or all the peoples of the earth. In no way, shape, or form are you picking up from this or inferring from this a small, tiny... Uh, what is the prize you get when you lose the game show but you still get to have something? The, Consol- you're not no no one's leaving Genesis 12 like at least we get a consolation prize mm. no they're like no the whole earth the whole all earth. The earth will be blessed the all glory the of the Lord the whole thing all the people you'll be a blessing to them you'll receive a blessing from them that's right all that stuff it's global it's amazing all right mm. Paul calls this gospel in Galatians chapter 3 8 all right he calls this promise to Abraham gospel it is the gospel. Mm-hmm. It is a large portion of the gospel. One of the gospel promises, Galatians 3.8, mm-hmm. he says, Paul says, all the nations shall be blessed in you. Mm-hmm. He's trying to help the Jews see that all along was this promise of global salvation. Mm-hmm. All the nations will be blessed in you. So look at the trajectory. You're in the book of Genesis. How many Christians were there in the first few chapters? Two. Adam and Eve. Right. Seth is born. Three. Okay. And then they have siblings and, and brothers and sisters and a few. By the time um, the sins of Cain and his descendants reach their full fruition, violence and, and murder, the flood comes. Yeah. How many Christians are there in the world? Eight. Mm-hmm. All right? No one is family. There's eight. Yep, yep, yep. And now look at the world. Millions. If you want to make your eschatology by personal experience, right, and by what you can see, hmm then a positive, hope-filled expansion of the gospel all over the globe is the most obvious one. Hmm. We got eight people at the beginning of this cre- heavens and earth. But and Pastor the flood Brandon, of Noah. the news is so bad all the time. Right. All the news, it's bad. It's I know. Sad. Millions of Christians, billions. Mm. Being, you, know, you know what country the most people, per population, the most Christians are being converted in the country of Iran right now? 
Really? That's right. Per what? population, the the Dang. the largest, fastest Christian population growth center is Iran or Iran. It's happening. That's right. Romans four thirteen for the promise to Abraham and his offspring that we that he would be heir of the world. Paul says Romans okay. four thirteen. Okay. Did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Mm. What promise came through righteousness of faith? That Abraham and his offspring would be heir of the world. Now, what is this promise of righteousness of faith, not law? The coming of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. where Jesus Christ's righteousness is imputed to us by faith. Mm -hmm. At the coming of Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ, it makes way for all the families of the earth to be blessed, mm-hmm. the inheritance of the earth by Abraham and his people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, we, this is not a fully fleshed out eschatology yet. We don't have all the details. Sure. But we have a trajectory from the beginning of the scriptures. Yeah. We have no reason at this point to say the dragon slayer is going to come. The seed of the woman, the seed of Abraham is going to come. His gospel is going to go forth, but don't get your hopes up. Yeah, that would be strange to say that. There's no way to make that case. Mm-hmm. There's no way, right? So what about Don't that? get your hopes up and don't have high expectations, you know, stay negative. It's not. There's no way. Or or even just be positive, but don't get too positive. Yeah. Well, Jesus We have came, words so the positive thing happens. Now everything sucks from here on. Yeah, no. Or or nothing positive can really be expected until he returns a second time. No, his first coming marks the beginning of this glorious promise going out. Gospel to the nations, inheritance of the world. Now, it's progressive. It's not immediate. Mm -hmm. But the future of this world in history, the devil is slain. Jesus sits upon his throne. He rules and reigns until he puts all his enemies under his feet in history. The last enemy to be defeated is death at the end of history. We got more to say because as you unfold the passages of Scripture, mm-hmm. it gets more specific. Okay. All right. Do we have any comments, though? Maybe we need to interact with our faithful few. Uh, not yet. Guys, if you guys got questions, please jump in and uh, drop, your, drop your questions in the comments. We'd love to interact with you and get a few uh, little bits of feedback um, and maybe some more fleshing out of the topics that we're talking about today. Is it is working? You know, maybe we need to do something, you know, funny. Like what? Like what could we do that's funny? People oh. keep texting you. Let me see. So that's happening. Can I call you now, please? <laughs> You're very popular. That's my daughter. She's at college. <laughs> that might be a boy. Maybe what if it's like it. a date tonight? You should jump on that. And, and there's a and she there's a boy. She was like, Dad. Now she calls whenever there's a boy that's interested. Mm, it's a smart way to call. Yeah. She'll be like, Now, Dad, this guy might call. He's a no. <laughs> but I need you to say it. Well, yeah, that's what she means. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's what dads fantastic. are for. Or, or she's like, There's a dad. There's a boy that's going to call, and you know he's great. He he ma- he matches all the sort of things that you know we're looking for. I get excited. She okay, okay, you know, and she's like, "He's a yes," but so far I hadn't got that like mm. that one call. The one she's not on Facebook, so she'll never know that I am totally embarrassing her in public. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the Psalms. Moving. Let's moving on to the Psalms because here is where it gets more and more specific. Okay, okay, okay. Here's where it gets more specific. Psalm twenty-two. 
starting in verse 27. Okay. Now, we, if anybody wants to stay comfortable in what they already believe and they don't want that to be threatened because that's working well for them, then turn the show off right now. Do it. Don't And do not read Psalm 22. All right? <laughs> if you want to keep your Psalm job at you know the typical Southern Baptist church, um, and, and and you don't want to challenge, you don't want to rock the boat, you don't want to get fired, you don't oh, want to seem like you're causing trouble, you want to toe the line, stay within the politically correct things to say. Mm-hmm. Do not really think about these. Just quick, make a quick joke about me and turn off the video real quick. <laughs> 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 Just dismiss this as something, you know, silly, whatever, haha, and move it along. All right. Oh, you're Brandon again. Oh, you know, he's on his, his soapbox, right? Post mill. Whatever you do, don't carefully look at these words. <laughs> all right. But if you are curious, if you like the message of gospel hope for the world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just look carefully at these words. All right. Here we go. Psalm twenty-two, twenty-seven. All right. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. So some of the earth, though, not all of it. All of the earth. Christians lose in the end, though. That's normal. All of the earth. Mm. Just a portion of it, though, right? No, just that's not. all the ends. All four corners. The whole thing. The ends, like so, just the corners. Is really what just, the <laughs> just the crust. Just the crust. All the ends of the earth. I mean, the gospel's going out to the whole thing. Mm. Shall remember and turn to the Lord. Hmm. Mm. Well, you know, so you're saying that everyone on earth is going to be a Christian? No, come on now. We're using, hum- you know, language here. Right, right. We're not saying that without any exceptions on the entire planet, Will there be, you know, total Christians all regenerated? We're not saying that. Mm. We're saying all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. Mm. Now, if when I say that, do you get the the picture that there's like five of us, right? And we're all running for our lives, huddled together, right? Right. <laughs> With M16s. No, and, and yeah, no, you don't get that picture in a bunker somewhere. No, it's very positive. And all the families of the nations shall worship before you. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For kingship belongs to the Lord. And he rules over the nations. So we have here a picture of Reformation in the church and Reformation in the state, I might add. Mm -hmm. Political Reformation, Mm -hmm. ecclesiastical or ecclesiastical or church Reformation, Mm -hmm. family Reformation, Mm -hmm. all of it under the kingship and lordship of Jesus Christ. All the prosperous of the earth eat and worship. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust. Now, okay, so... People are still going down to the dust, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they're bowing down to him. Even the one who could not keep himself alive. So, okay. You see in the problem here. We have all the ends of the earth, remembering the Lord, turning mm-hmm. to the king. Mm-hmm. We have national, civil, and family, and church reformation. Mm-hmm. 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 But we also have people dying. Okay. Verse 30. Posterity. Now, what's Posterity. That's your generations, right? You know, Matt can maybe give us a little, uh, you know, Webster's Dictionary of, a po- of posterity, but mm-hmm. we're talking about those who come after us. Right. So what does that mean? There's death, there's sex, there's marriage, there's procreation, they're still, still ha- making babies. People are still living life. Still having generations. So death still reigns in the world. So we're not talking about 
after death has been defeated. We're not talking about after the second coming. Oh, snap. You, oh, snap. Posterity shall serve him. It shall be told of the Lord to the coming generation. To the you coming see, generation. Multiple, there's like... Oh, snap. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn that he has done it. Dang. Now, does this sound like Armageddon enforcing the submission of the Lord against their will? Every knee will bow. You've heard that before, right? Sure. Oh, you don't bow, you will. And we've always, I always grew up thinking that's because Jesus was going to like hold a gun to their head. Yo, you're going to bow, you know, everyone's going to bow. Hmm. It's not, it is, this is not the picture of forced Armageddon, Jesus coming back with a rod of iron, forcing like, you know, yeah. like an like a army general. Mm. for the world to worship him mm -hmm. no 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 this is the world wanting to worship him mm -hmm. they worship all the prosperous of the earth eat and worship you know they're not compelled to bow down and, oh don't kill us god you know this is worship this is revival it's reformation it's global mm. it's positive psalm 86 9 all the nations you have made shall come and worship before you O lord and shall glorify your name Amen? All the nations. If you want to say that the future is crummy, bummy, miserable, explain the text. <laughs> oh, this is just hyperbole. All Laugh, the nations means like mock, seven of them. You know, like two. refuse to read, explain it. Now, what you can say, I think, exegetically, is all the nations means individuals from every nation. That is not the picture that is being painted here of a small minority of people from plucked out from each nation running for their lives. Yeah, that's true. This that's is a picture true. of global reformation, global mm -hmm. revival, mm -hmm. the glory of God filling the earth. Right. Well, back in Psalm 22, whenever it's talking about even the kings, even the lords of the land, right? Like the kingship itself. Belongs so there's still to the civil Lord. government. Right. Yeah. There's still nations. Ooh, side note. There's not going to be one global, one world government. There's going to be nations. It's Watch okay out. to have hey. nations. Hey, I don't. Think God started a nation. If having nations uh, is bad, then God is bad. He started a nation. There will always be nations. Mm. There will not be a one-world sovereign government with central planning over everyone. That's their messianic government hopes. It's not going to happen. God's not going to let that happen. Mm. And if it does happen, it's going to be Book of Eli stuff. All right, it's going to be terrible. Right, okay. <laughs> but that's not the future of this world. Okay. The future is bright. Mm. There's ups and downs, but God will accomplish His purposes. All right, there will be no one can stay His hand, yeah. not on heaven and not in earth. I'm seeing it. Psalm one ten one, the Lord says to my Lord. Now y'all remember how Jesus explained this? Mm -hmm. David saying, you know, you know, how, how does King David, who is the Lord, say to the Lord? How right. does he have a Lord who's also his son? This is a huge, complicated text. Right, right. But it, the Lord says to my Lord, sit in my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Okay. Who is seated at the right hand of the Father? Jesus Christ. Right. All right. When did he sit? When he arose to... At the ascension. Yeah. Ancient of days, presented the title deed of the earth, Revelation chapter 4, mm -hmm. Daniel 7 through 9. He sits down at the right hand of the Father. Rules and reigns. Rules and reigns over his millennial kingdom, mm -hmm. over the earth. All authority is given to me in heaven and on earth. That oh. began at the ascension 2,000 years ago. Okay. Oh. Psalm 110 verse 1 is the most quoted verse in the entire Old Testament. 
the New Testament quotes Psalm 110.1 more than any other verse in the entire Bible. This is big right here. All right, I'm ready. Let's now look what it says. Look at the actual words. Sit in my right hand, the right hand of authority and power, mm-hmm. all authority in heaven and on earth. For how long? Until I make your enemies your footstool. Now the footstool, of course, you know, you don't go to your friend's house and put your feet up on their bed or right. you know, you don't even put your feet up on their coffee table. That's rude. It's a sign of dominion. Right. And it's rude. Mm-hmm. But if you are in your own house, you put your feet up on whatever you want. It's your dominion. Oh yeah. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's sense. your footstool. Right. But if your friend comes over and you're like, kneel down and you put your feet on him. That's also rude. That's a little much. You're, you're expressing <laughs> your dominion over him. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. No, that's I mean, that's insane. Nice. But God is saying, you're going to sit at the right hand, which started 2,000 years ago, and you're going to do so until time is going to go by and all of your enemies in heaven and on earth, you will have your feet on top of. You will be dominating them exercise dominion and rule over them they will be suppressed and and re, and restrained hmm. they will all be bound with a chain all right okay most quoted verse in the new testament when did he sit two thousand years ago when do they become his footstool while he is seated ruling and reigning Ooh. from the throne mm. not after he stands up and returns the earth that's to the earth. stuff right there Whoa. While he is seated in heaven, heavenly thrones, ruling and reigning. Stay here until. Once it happens, then he returns. Not he returns to make it happen. Mm-hmm. His victory will occur within human history in this realm. Whoa. We will not roll up the heavens and the earth like a scroll and go to a total discontinuity mm-hmm. like the way before, before and after the flood. Mm-hmm. And then we can finally say all these promises are true. It's all within human history. Hmm. Devil attacks, devil be defeated. The effects of that from the king, from the, the dragon slayer will all happen in human history. Mm-hmm. He does not rule from an earthly throne. He rules from a heavenly throne. Mm-hmm. And he rules over this earth. His bride is his helper, extending his dominion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he will accomplish his purposes. Period. Period. That's awesome. I never so, noticed that before about that text. There's so Read many, so times. many. You huh. can go through the Messianic Psalms and see this over and over and over again. Mm. So how should we then pray? We're within human history. Jesus is ruling. We're members of his bride. Mm-hmm. Psalm 72, 5. Listen to this. May they fear you while the sun endures. Mm-hmm. Not after the space-time continuum comes to an end. And as long as the moon throughout all generations. See, that's the prayer of the saints. That the world would come to the knowledge of the Lord and fear him throughout all generations. Mm-hmm. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may the righteous flourish and peace abound until the moon be no more. You see, it's within the scope of history mm. that we're praying. May he have dominion from sea to sea. That's our prayer. Mm -hmm. And will he? He does. And through his bride, he is. Mm. And from the river to the ends of the earth, may desert tribes bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. So he still has enemies. We're not saying that everything's perfect. Right, 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 right. May the kings of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him tribute. So they're still kings. Right. 
of actual places mm-hmm. that are real. You understand? <laughs> On yeah. Earth. Nobody yeah. thinks after the end of the space-time continuum, when the new heavens and the new earth are fully revealed, that there'll still be like a Tarshish. Mm-hmm. Not in the same sense, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. May they render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him. All nations serve him. Does this mean all churches serve him? No. It's but that's governments. true. All the nations, all the civil magistrates, all the kings. Talking about political reformation globally. That's why it's called the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in fact, ecclesia, which is translated church, was and has always been a political term of an assembly, a political assembly that comes together. They have different roles, but the goal is not to have a tiny little corner over here inside of a church building. Mm. The goal is a society within a society. Mm. Mm. You see that in the scriptures all the time. They have their own courts, right? They mm-hmm. raise up their own people. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is the, the ultimate vision, is that the church, the family, and the state would submit to Jesus. That happened at, at one point in human history, several points in human history, but it happened in the Reformation. Mm. The princes and the churches and the families followed Jesus, held to his scripture, and we call that reformation. Mm. That's happened before. Right. It's happened many times. Geneva. Can, and I think it's going to happen again. I think it's going to happen again. I, if Either it's going to happen or none of this is, is true. May the kings of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him tribute. Mm. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him. All nations serve him. For he delivers the needy when he calls. Now, if they're still needy, what time of he- what side of history are we on? Right, right. The poor and him who has no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy and saves the lives of the needy from oppression and violence. He redeems their life and precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. How cool would it be for us to say, King Jesus, long may he live. Mm. You know, long live the king. Right. That's right. pretty cool. Right. You know, he helps the poor. He helps the needy. He brings justice. What does it say? Precious is their blood in his sight. Mm-hmm. He doesn't die like we do. Mm-hmm. Right. He rules throughout all the generations, bringing about his master plan. His purposes will be complete. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's cool. That's cool. Right. I'm in. Amen. That's nice. I never read those passages like that before. There's so many. The yeah. Messianic Psalms. We could go all day long talking about I'm this. I'm surprised we didn't talk about Psalm 2. I, I wanted to save the whole show for Psalm 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Next time. Next time. Next time we'll That's get right. there. Now, I hope good. folks are listening to this. I hope they will pay attention. Here is the textual evidence for hope for the future is bright. Yeah, we got one question. This is actually uh, got some good questions? something that people kind of deal with on a regular basis under this topic. Um, they're asking in the feed, so does that mean that evil is destroyed? I, let me take this question. Actually, the way it's worded, it could be interpreted two different ways. So let me actually use both interpretations. Okay. She says, so is evil destroyed at this point? So is she saying, there's a chance she's saying at this point, like right now is evil destroyed? Oh, yeah. Or like, at the end of time. Right. Or maybe she means is evil destroyed at this point, at the end sure. of time point. And, of course, by destroyed, um, we'd have to know what that means as well. Sure. Satan sure. has been bound in order that he might not deceive the nations. Mm. But he has not yet been thrown into the lake of fire. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, 
we no longer ha- are, do- are under the dominion of sin because we are a new creature and we've been redeemed from the slavery of sin. We are now slaves to righteousness and to Christ. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we still deal with the residual of sin within our you know, mortal being. Right. Okay? Right. So in some sense, victory has been accomplished at the cross, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But, but now we must realize it. It's almost like if, if I said, okay, um, I have a 50-acre farm. You know, it's a ton of work to do. It's basically just a field. Mm-hmm. Here, here you go. It's all you. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I gave you the title deed. Did you inherit it? Sure. Yes, it's yours. But I got a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do. Yeah, it's the same thing with the dominion mandate at the beginning. Here's That's the Garden exactly of right. Eden. Now, That's right. Here's your inheritance. Here's your helper. Mm-hmm. Here's your mission. Now, gradually, let's do this. I'll get to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. So in some sense, since ha- sin has been defeated, we're no longer under the dominion of sin. We can fell the, the devil and, and sin with one word. Resist the devil and he flees. You don't even have to just resist him and he flees. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So but at the end of human history, at the end of space time, space time continuum, sin, the devil and death will be thrown into the lake of fire and completely and utterly eradicated, mm-hmm. totally and fully mm-hmm. at the very end of human history. So there is a degree of victory that we have right now, but ultimately. Well, clearly. Right. And, and that's what bums me out about so many Christians who are negative about the world. I'm kind of like, do you have a good marriage? Yeah, it's great. How about your kids? Oh, they're fantastic. So blessed. Got a good church? Oh, man, it's, life's going good. <laughs> so money's terrible? No, it's actually pretty decent. God's been good to me. And yet then I'm like, so the future is totally terrible. And, and the gospel has not made a difference in this world at all. I'm like, you, we are, I think, we're just being ungrateful, honestly. Mm. We have so much to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. The gospel works. People that follow Jesus, by and large, have to fight sin. Mm-hmm. But in time, they have better marriages, mm-hmm. better emotional health, mm-hmm. better relationships. Their, their kids are, you know, different, and they're different than the world's kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have so many blessings that God gives us. I love that. And, and the same is going to be true for the world. It's going to take time. Right. But at least if we could all just agree that the, the kings should obey Jesus. Right. Right now, the church can't even, they don't even agree this is true, that right. the kings shouldn't even obey Jesus. Right. And so I, that's frustrating to me. But Sure. Yeah, so sin is right now defeated in a sense in mm-hmm. a Christian's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to be a slave to sin. Amen. That's right. Amen. But, it's, but you still have to fight the residual of sin in your own heart mm-hmm. and in society as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good Amen. question. Amen. So we'll get into this some more next time then. Psalm 2. Psalm 2 we're going to do the whole time. That's right. Kiss the sun lest he be angry. That's, one, ooh, that's good, good stuff. stuff. Guys, that's thank right. you all so much for joining with us for another episode of Rapture Radio. Next week we'll be talking through Psalm 2 and some other ideas like that. If you're looking to get connected to more of our resources, you can go to SermonAudio.com. Search for We Are Christ Church, all one word. You can also go to WeAreChristChurch.com slash media. Get connected to our media resources there. You can always tune in to us on Facebook at our Christchurch Media Facebook page live every Wednesday at 5 o'clock. And if you miss a show, that's okay. You can go to any of those resource pages that we list earlier and follow up there. If you've got questions that maybe didn't get addressed in this particular one or that you think about later, you can email me anytime at Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at wearechristchurch.com. Thank you guys again so much for joining with us, and we will see y'all next time. <laughs>